Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Always great. Let's pray and uh, let's talk. Father, thank you so much for this morning. God, thank you for uh, this time. Uh, every single person in the room, every single person who's listening online right now, Father, I pray that, God, you would speak to them. God, your words would fill their heart and fill their life, fill our heart, fill our life. God, it's your words that are eternal life to us. God, your your words bring life to us. And so, Father, I'm praying that this morning uh, that would happen for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I uh, want to talk about this idea of Insta-growth. Insta-growth. Uh, we've... Um, all uh, maybe even heard or used this, uh, and if you haven't used it, you've heard about it, um, in your kitchen called an Instapot. And uh, they, they can, like, cook so many things. And the thing that makes everybody love it so much is that it cooks so fast, but you don't sacrifice the taste because you can cook things fast in the microwave. But if you cook a steak in the microwave or you cook, you know, there's just some things that just don't taste right when you put them in the microwave. But the Instapot, for some reason, like you can put stuff in there and um, it cooks it really fast, but it tastes really, really good. Um, and the whole premise behind that, to not get too technical, but um, it uses pressure to cook fast. Um, and when you get the food out, you, uh, you have this little button that's kind of a pressure release valve that releases all the air and all the pressure comes out and, you know, and all this kind of thing. And I was thinking about, uh, this and the idea of how much, um, pressure really plays a part in our growth and how much pressure really pay, plays a part in your movement towards, uh, being a leader um, how much pressure really plays a part in how fast you can grow and how much we want to hit the pressure release valve in our own life, right? And just, and when you do that, realize that you're actually clicking off your growth growing and, and, and how fast you grow. But all, I, I feel like for me, all I want to do is hit that pressure release valve. I just want that thing off. I want no pressure. I want the exact opposite of pressure. But that growth does not happen unless you get the pressure. And um, <clears throat> what uh, made me think about this <clears throat> was Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Paul was talking about this. He goes, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. And I love that because he's, he's basically saying there's nothing special with us, um, but what's special in us is, is who is in us, and that's Jesus. And so it's, um, you know, it, it, you can always love, you can love a lamp, but that lamp 
really only does its job when it's connected to electricity, you know. And so, so, so many times we we are uh, putting so much emphasis on the lamp, not understanding that the lamp is really doing its job because it's connected, and what's inside of it. And so, um, it's it's not about us; it's about what's inside of us, the person of Jesus. We are fragile clay jars. But what's inside of us is what the world needs, what we need, and that's Jesus. Um, and that's a great treasure. Uh, and then he goes, uh, this makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. And then he said this, and this is what made me think even more about this idea of Insta growth. We are perplexed, or we are pressed on every side by troubles but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Let me just take some time to go through this, um, why we don't want to hit that pressure release valve in our life. Um, that first part, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. <clears throat> pressed is not crushed. Did everybody get that? Pressed is not crushed. There's a difference between the two. Pressed is not crushed. I think a lot of us, when we get pressed, thank you. When we get pressed, we feel like we're getting crushed. Pressed is not crushed. You're not crushed. You're getting pressed. I'm getting pressed. But we're not crushed. You're not dead. You're not, it's not over. It's not, it, you're getting pressed. It's okay to get pressed. In fact, when you get pressed, Usually what happens is the junk starts coming out of your life. And then you start realizing how much junk you've actually had in that trunk. You know, and you're like, oh, man. And the pressure, the pressure starts coming. And then you're like, I thought I was a lot better than this. Oh, oh, oh. And then you, you know, and then you start realizing more and more how much you need Jesus. But pressed is not crushed. And so don't hit that pressure release valve. Don't, like, just get out of that pressure cooker because that's the thing that gets you growth, and it gets you growth fast. And you're, allow, and, and you're allowing God to squeeze out the junk and the, the different things. We're pressed on every side. I, I think a, a, you're pressed on every side by troubles. And I don't know if you've ever felt like, but every side you turn, it feels like there's pressure coming. That's okay. You're not crushed. I know it's hard. I know it feels like I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uncle, I give. No more. Uh, you win or whatever wins, and I just don't want this anymore. You're not crushed. You're pressed, but you're not crushed. And then he said, we're perplexed, but not driven to despair. This was, I, I love this part. We're perplexed, but not driven to despair. So you can question and wonder, 
but not without hope and faith. You can have questions and kind of wonder, what's going on, God, with this? I'm a little perplexed about what's going on in my life right now or what, why this feels so hard about leading in this area or why does this feel like my job is not working the way that I want or why does this feel like family is like, I'm perplexed, I'm perplexed. You can have questions. You can come to God with questions. You can have some wonder of like, I don't really figure this out. Why is it going this way? But not without hope and faith because that will drive you to despair. You can have questions and you can wonder and God, this, I don't get this. I don't understand why all of this stuff is happening right now. I don't get why all of this thing is turning the way I, 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 you can have these questions, but not without hope and faith, understanding that God has a plan. He's got it all under control. He hasn't fallen off the throne. He's got your life. He's got my life in the palm of his hand. And that is hope and faith. And we're not driven to despair where you just throw yourself down and you're like, this is it. This is the end. I've worked as hard as I can and nothing's ever going to. That's not it. And then he said this, we are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. Understand that we all have a target on our back, but we're not alone. You're in a fight. We're all in a fight. So understand when you're in a fight that there there's some things that are going on in your life that are because you're in a fight. And so I love what Paul said. He goes, we're hunted down, never abandoned by God. I don't know if you ever felt like you're actually getting hunted down by bad things. If you ever felt like, I feel like they're like singling me out and everything, everybody else is like so like in la-la land, but I'm like just like getting pew, 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 pew. You're not abandoned by God. A lot of times that, that feeling of being hunted down can make you feel like you're alone. You're not alone. You're not abandoned by God. God's with you. He's got your front. He's got your back. He's got your sides. He's got everything around you. And there are some things, yes, that it definitely, definitely singles you out when you decide to live for God and you start, decide to be a leader and you decide to start serving more and you decide to start giving more and you decide, decide to open up your life more to what God wants to do in your life. And you're like, I want to live for the glory of God and I want God to shine out of my life and I don't want to live for myself anymore. And when you do that, yes, you do have a target on your back. Yes, there are going to be some things that are going to be hard in your life, but you are not abandoned by God. And I love what Paul said when he said you're we're, we're we're hunted down but we're not left alone we're, we're not God God has not left us alone these are the things if you understand this pressure this this is what helps you not flip the lid on the pressure cooker and say I just want to get out of this and then he said this we get knocked down but we're not destroyed how good can you take a hit how good are you at taking a hit? You're knocked down, but you're not destroyed. This is, uh, like I've said this before many a time, in boxing, it's not, uh, a good boxer is just not somebody who can throw a good punch. A good boxer is somebody who can take a good punch. 
Now, a really good boxer is one who can dodge a lot of punches. So that's also a piece of it. But sometimes you just can't dodge everything in life. And, and there are some things that are just going to come and smack you right in the jaw. And at that moment, do you just crumple? You just, just crumble to the ground and just... <coughs> and then just say, this is it. I can't take it anymore. How emotionally... Uh, how emotionally uh, strong are you to be able to take some hits? Or do you just fly off the handle the first time that things go wrong? We get knocked down, but we're not destroyed. How much can you handle emotionally as a leader? This will give this is your lid a lot of times to how many people you can lead. How many things you can move forward in? How much can you handle emotionally? And, and, and how many hits can you take? And, and yeah, you get knocked down, but you're not destroyed. It's not over. And then he said this, uh, through suffering or pressure, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus. And look at this, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. So if we're able to navigate all those things that I just talked about well as leaders, every person that we see and every person that we lead actually is seeing Jesus in this moment with all of us. This, this is how Jesus is seen. Jesus is seen when you get knocked down and you don't quit. Jesus is seen when you go through hard times and you don't back out of your life. Jesus is seen when you, uh, when you feel like you're hunted down, but you don't quit and you keep walking down the path that you need to walk down. Jesus is seen when you feel pressed, but you're not crushed. Jesus is seen when you have questions and you don't have answers to those questions, but you still keep moving forward. This is how people see Jesus. And as leaders, we all want to make sure that we (coughs) show Jesus. And um, I want to read this. And so Paul ends this chapter In verse 16, he says this, this is why, this is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. So translation, so some stuff might be going wrong in our life, but in my heart, I'm being renewed. For our present troubles are small. You can stay on that one forever. For our present troubles are small. And they also won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Our present troubles are small. I, I, I just, can I tell you that probably the best thing that you could think of um, if you're listening online right now or we're walking out of these doors 
um, the best thing that's going to give you the most joy and the most hope today is every present trouble that you feel right now is small. <clears throat> and it won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So don't look, so we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Oh, how awesome is that? So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. What a great way to end that chapter that Paul's talking about. When so many different things that we see now, he's just saying that these things that feel like they're just pressing up on you, they're not going to last that long. But if you let them work the way they need to work, they will help you grow. <clears throat> so let's all pray together. Father, we pray, uh, God, for every, every single thing that seems like a trouble, seems like something that we can see right now. Father, we pray that we would let them work what they need to work in our lives. God, we'd understand that they're small. They won't last forever. They're not going to last forever. And Father, I pray in Jesus' name that all of us, God, would grab a hold of this so we can grow the way that we want to grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.